for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hi everybody, welcome to Living Life. Today our devotion is Righteousness Through Faith. We're going to be looking at the examples of two very important people in the Bible. We're going to be looking at the story of Abraham and the story of King David. And I really do believe that God's going to speak to us and show us what this really means. What does righteousness mean? And what does righteousness mean through faith? You know, righteousness means for some people, right standing with God. For me, righteousness reminds me of the days of Adam and Eve. When Adam and Eve were in the garden and they had no sin and there was no separation between them and God, there was no wall. That's what righteousness means when you're in relationship with God. So that's what our meditation is today. So we're going to be getting into it. So let's get into the scripture first. And we are in the book of Romans today. So let's look at the scripture. Romans chapter 4 verses 1 through 8. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather according to the flesh, discovered in this matter? If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the one who does not work but trusts God, who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. David says the same thing when he speaks of the blessedness of the one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord will never count against them. You know, our meditation today, in a lot of ways, is kind of a history lesson. We're going to be taking a look at the history of Abraham and also David, or King David. Now, the book of Romans. Uh, the Apostle Paul was writing to a, a group of very sophisticated uh, Christians and Jewish Christians. And one of the things that was going on with the Jewish culture in those days was that the Jewish people were very proud. They were very boastful that they were the descendants of Abraham. So just like today, when you ask people if they're a Christian or they believe in God or they go to church, some people say, well, you know, my grandmother was a Christian or my grandfather was a pastor or my mother took me to church. So that's the exact same thing that the Jewish people or the Jewish Christians were saying and thinking in the times of the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans. They were very proud and they were very boastful that they were the descendants of Abraham that they had righteousness, that they were in right standing with God, that according to them, they had a relationship with God merely 
because they were descendants of Abraham, and they were wrong. And the Apostle Paul had to re-educate them and help them understand that our righteousness or our relationship with God or our good standing with God isn't because we are descendants of Abraham. It isn't because we go to church and we light a candle and we say, Ten Our Fathers. It's not based on our works, right? It's based on faith and on grace. So let's take a look, a quick look here at Father Abraham. Uh, Abraham was not a perfect man. You know, Abraham did some things in his life that was somewhat questionable when he lied a couple of times that his wife was his sister and, uh, you know, having Ishmael with Hagar. So we know that Abraham was not a perfect man. But for Christians and for Jewish people alike, we look up to Father Abraham because he is the father of faith. He was a great man of faith. And this was his faith. His faith was when everybody else was an idolater, when everybody else was worshiping different gods, uh, Abraham only believed in one God. And when God asked Abraham to leave his family, to leave his land, and to go to a new land, Abraham did it. When God told Abraham that even in his old age that he would have a son Isaac, Abraham believed God. So Abraham was a very special, humble man. When God spoke to him, when God revealed something to Abraham, Abraham believed. And that's what the Apostle Paul is focusing on. You know, our righteousness, our relationship with God, our right standing with God is because we believe, because we have faith in what God is telling us. It's not based on our works. It's not based on all the religious things that we do. In fact, the Apostle Paul says in that passage that a person who works is going to get paid his wages, is going to get paid his salary. That's not a gift. But what we have as Christians is not a wage, is not a salary. God isn't giving us the gift of salvation because we work for it. If we work for it, then it wouldn't be a gift. It is a total and complete gift of grace. So the Apostle Paul spends some time in Romans trying to educate these sophisticated Jewish Christians that they need to stop boasting and they need to stop taking pride that they are so righteous or so good because they are descendants of Abraham or because they obey all of the Ten Commandments. Now the other example that the Apostle Paul gives us in Romans is the example of King David. And just like Abraham, David, yes, is a hero. Yes, he's a great man, but he wasn't a perfect man. I mean, he had his issues. You know, he committed adultery. He committed murder. He wasn't the perfect guy. But for us, he's a hero because he had faith. And in the Psalms, which uh, Paul quotes in Romans, in the Psalms, David writes, Blessed is the man whom God has forgiven, whom God has sanctified, whom God has made righteous. In other words, you know, David had a really good start to his life. He was loyal. He was very faithful. He was just a very special guy. But as he became middle-aged, as he became older, he committed some sins. And because he committed those sins, he was humbled and he realized, wow, I have salvation. 
not because I'm perfect, not because I'm good, but I have salvation because God has forgiven me. And, uh, you know, this Bible study, as I said before, is the Apostle Paul trying to re-educate the sophisticated Jewish Roman Christians that their salvation, their righteousness is not based on what they do, but on what they believe. So here's the question for you and me as we bring this study to a close. Um, how do we have to re-educate ourselves now? How do we have to re-educate ourselves every single day? Do we sometimes feel that we're good or we're holy because what we do? We have to remind ourselves every day that the salvation that we have, that the righteousness that we have, it's not because we earned it, it's not because we worked for it, but it's because God has given it to us as a gift through your faith. Amen. So let's close. So as we close our study today, let's close in prayer. And I want to pray for those of you that you've been struggling with this subject matter, maybe guilt, maybe shame, maybe condemnation. The Apostle Paul deals with those issues in Romans, especially Romans chapter 8. But sometimes you and I, we feel that we're not doing enough, that we're not meeting a certain standard, God's standards, man's standards, standards of people in our family. Well, today, it's all about grace. It's all about faith. It's not about meeting some standard. It's about believing that God has given us this wonderful and beautiful gift of grace and righteousness. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father God, right now in Jesus' name, we open our hearts to receive your gift. Uh, you've adopted us. You have called us son and daughter, not because anything of what we did, but what you did on the cross. So help my brothers and sisters in Christ every day to believe, to have faith, that they are your children, that they're walking in your light, that they're walking in you, that it is a gift, Lord God. So we thank you for the gift. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh uh -huh.